Welcome to Commanding Influence Global with Pastor Yo Emmanuel, the lead pastor. Are you ready to be empowered and strengthen your faith work? Fasten your seatbelt as we journey together. Hallelujah. Tonight I count it a great privilege to stand before you to bring God's word. I equally thank and celebrate my father, God's servant, the apostle of this commission for granting me this great privilege to stand in his shoes to speak the word of God. Thank you very much, sir. I deeply honor and celebrate you. Hallelujah. My prayer tonight is that the grace of God that works in his life will speak to me and at the end of the day, every one of us will be blessed. In Jesus' precious name. The prophetic focus for the month of June 2023 is Kingdom Advancement Endeavors, a short platform for profitable living. Kingdom Advancement Endeavors, a short platform for profitable living. And our midweek teaching series is Engaging Biblical Mentality in Kingdom Stewardship. Engaging Biblical Mentality in Kingdom Stewardship. The level of your engagement in Kingdom Stewardship is directly proportional to the quality of your understanding. The level of your engagement in the things of the kingdom is directly proportional, as a matter of fact, is a direct reflection of the quality of your mentality. Because if your mentality is right, then you will engage in kingdom stewardship the right way. And so all through our midweek services in the month of June, we are going to be showing you the right way how to engage in kingdom stewardship. Because much more than knowing what to do, is knowing how to do it. Much more than knowing what to do, is knowing how to do it. Because according to Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 15, the Bible says that it is possible for the level of the foolish to weary everyone. Not because he's not laboring, but because he's not laboring the right way. Not because he's not laboring, but because he does not know how to go about it. Hallelujah. Please follow me tonight. The Holy Ghost is about to take us on a journey. So you must have the right mentality in order for your stewardship to be profitable. Because it is possible for you to be laboring all your life and have nothing to show for it if you are not doing it the right way. As a matter of fact, when Apostle Paul showed up in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 3, he said that it is possible for a man to sell all his goods and feed the poor. It is possible for a man to give himself to be bought. But at the same time, if that activity does not pass the test of how, he says such a man will not have any profit. Even though men may clap for such a man, even though men may award the man, but if it is not done the right way, the Bible says it will not profit such a man anything. Do you know why? Because in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, the Bible says that when you approach God, when it has to do with the matters of the kingdom, when you approach God in stewardship, you are not coming to a father. Follow me tonight. When you approach God in kingdom stewardship, you are not coming to a father. And so in kingdom, the benevolence and the fatherhood of God does not suffice when it has to do with kingdom legislation. Hallelujah. 
Are you following tonight? When it has to do with the kingdom, God is known as king, not as father. And so as king, there is a name that he is called. He is called a rewarder. Hallelujah. He is called a rewarder. But the problem is that he does not reward those that serve him. He only rewards those that diligently serve him. So it is possible to be engaging in kingdom stewardship. But if you are not doing it the right way, that right way, the Bible refers to it as diligently. Because you don't receive reward in the kingdom because you have served for 20 years. You don't receive reward in the kingdom because you have served for over a long period of time. You receive your reward because you have served diligently. And so the Bible says that when it has to do with stewardship, a man must serve diligently in order for the rewarder to reward him. Somebody shout hallelujah. And so you must have the right mentality in order for your stewardship to produce results for you. You must have the right mentality. You must serve. As a matter of fact, when the Bible says that God is a rewarder of them that serve him diligently. The word diligently just simply means serving God the way he wants, not the way you feel like. You don't serve God the way you feel like serving God. You serve God the way he wants. Until you meet the requirements of God, your reward cannot drop. Remember Jesus speaking in the book of Revelation. He said, Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give unto every steward, not just according to any hard work, to give unto every steward according as his work shall be. So in order for your stewardship to be profitable, you must men there is a mental posture that you must maintain. There is a mental posture you must maintain while you are engaging in kingdom stewardship in order for your stewardship to be profitable. And last week, Wednesday, God's servant, our Father, began with us by showing us one of the mental postures you must maintain. And he said when you are engaging in kingdom stewardship, last week he said you must maintain the posture of a sower and you must maintain the posture of an investor. Tonight we move further. For your kingdom stewardship to count, you must have the mentality of an appointment. The first mentality you must have tonight is an appointment mentality. For your stewardship to count in the kingdom. Remember I told you that when it has to do with matters of the kingdom, you are not dealing with a father, you are dealing with a king. And as a king, there are laws you must follow. So for your kingdom stewardship to count, you must maintain the mentality of an appointment. In Luke chapter 10 and verse 1, the Bible speaking, it says, After these things, Jesus appointed 70 other also. And he sent them two by two before his face into every city and into every place where himself would come. Jesus appointed 70 others also. But for you to maintain the appointment mentality, you must have an adequate understanding of what this appointment is all about. You must have an understanding of what this appointment 
is all about for you to maintain the mentality of an appointment you must understand what this appointment is all about the whole kingdom everything we do in the kingdom of god is summarized in one thing it's called soul winning everyone on the go for christ in soul winning is on appointment and everything we do in the kingdom of god is summarized in one thing that souls be won that souls be turned to the lord the reason why we preach the reason why we heal the sick the reason why we sing the reason why we pray every activity that is done in the kingdom is simply an avenue to get souls to be drawn into the kingdom somebody shout hallelujah so the kingdom of god is summarized in one thing which is soul winning and everyone on the go for christ in soul winning is on appointment and the one who appointed you is christ himself the one the one who appointed you is christ himself hallelujah please pay attention don't be distracted Hallelujah. So for your kingdom stewardship to count, you must maintain the mentality of an appointment that this thing you are doing, you have an appointment. Your appointment letter is found in the book of Luke chapter 10 and verse 1. He appointed 70 others. And the good thing is that your appointment letter does not only give you your job description, it also gives you your benefits. It does not just give you your job description. Contained in that appointment letter is the benefit. But in order for those benefits to be given to you, you must follow the do's and the don'ts of that appointment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so you must understand, like I said earlier, that everything in the kingdom is simply to bring souls to Christ. That's why we said that everyone on the go for Christ in soul winning is on appointment and the moment you maintain this mentality of an appointment i tell you the truth sir no devil can stop such a man no devil can stop such a man as a matter of fact for you to know how important this appointment mentality is when god created man man was created to live for and by the kingdom alone man was created to live for and by the kingdom alone and remember i said the kingdom of god is summarized in one thing that souls be won that souls be turned to the lord the only reason why jesus had to leave his throne and take up the form of a man to come die a shameful death is so that souls be turned to the lord that's why john chapter 3 and verse 16 the bible says that whosoever believes in jesus should not perish but have eternal life so that's the appointment that every believer has to take this gospel from door to door from nation to nation the moment you maintain this mentality i tell you sir your reward will be made evident my prayer for us tonight is that we will engage the mentality of an appointment and our reward will be made evident in our lives hallelujah so when god created man man was created to live for and by the kingdom alone man was not created to go after things when god placed man in the garden that he planted god gave man 
a job description and that job description was that man should extend the frontiers of the kingdom to cover the whole earth even as the waters cover the sea that everything on the face of the earth you come to the revelational knowledge of God but man was naive and so man left the pursuit of extending the frontiers of the kingdom and he began to pursue other things just like Jesus speaking in the book of Matthew chapter 6 and verse 32 down he said all these other things do the Gentiles seek for but man was not created to seek those things man was created to establish the kingdom of God on the face of the earth why because you were not created for things but things were created for you man was created primarily for the kingdom you are not here because god wants you to be a medical doctor you are here because god wants you to establish his kingdom on the face of the earth however because the earth is governed by time it is being fragmented into different realities and so the only reason why god will place you in the medical field is because he wants kingdom to find expression through you in that field the only reason why God will give you a job in Chevron is because he wants the kingdom to find expression through you in Chevron. The only reason why God will give you an appointment in Asorok is because he wants the whole Asorok to be brought under the influence of his kingdom through you. And so man was created to establish the kingdom, to establish the purposes of God upon the face of the earth. And everyone that is in pursuit of this is on appointment. Let it sink into your head, sir. Everyone in pursuit of the kingdom is on appointment. And everyone on appointment, the Bible says that every laborer is worthy of his hire. Every, you don't beg. God's servant said in this kingdom, you don't beg to be blessed. You serve to be blessed. You don't beg. We don't beg for blessings here. We don't come crying, oh God, bless me. We come serving because it is in serving that our blessings come. In serving, our blessings come. Somebody shout hallelujah. And so your appointment is captured in matthew chapter 6 and verse 10 jesus said thy kingdom come and thy will be done that is why man was created thy kingdom come thy will the appointment of every believer is captured in matthew chapter 6 and verse 10 that the sole purpose for your creation is thy kingdom come and thy will be done everyone that is living this purpose is on appointment hallelujah and so wherever you find yourself make sure that the kingdom of god can find expression through you in your business place in your career in your office in your environment in your estate where you live make sure the kingdom of god can find expression i pity believers that say they don't mix work with religion i don't know if you've heard that statement before I don't mix work. I don't mix my work with religion. We are not talking about religion here. We are talking about the source of men. As a matter of fact, the appointment that you have is an appointment of a rescue mission. It's an appointment of a rescue mission. Somebody made a statement one time. We were going out on evangelism. And the person said, ah, ah, every time you people are going, we'll never tire, we'll never get enough members. The reason why we are going for soul winning is not because we are looking for members. 
We are pulling men out of fire. We are pulling men out of the kingdom of darkness. We are making sure that the souls of men are not trapped in hell. We are making sure that the souls of men are not trapped in hell. The Bible says that for this purpose was the Son of God. It's not really done. It's not really done. Do you know what it means for Jesus to come down from his throne and take on the garment of a human and die the death of a criminal? That's beyond religion, sir. Jesus knows what is waiting on the other hand for everyone who refuses to accept that death. And so he came to die. And so we go out with that news. Whether they like it or not, we will keep telling them that Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. If they don't listen to them, we will keep telling them tomorrow. Because if they don't believe it now, they will believe it when they get to that side. Do you know that everybody in hell is a believer? The only difference is that they believe too late. Somebody shout hallelujah. So we keep going out, winning the lost to Christ. It's not religion. We are not forcing Christianity on anyone, but we are seeking to save the souls of men. We are seeking, the Bible says that Jesus has committed to every believer the ministry of reconciliation. That's your ministry. Anywhere you find yourself, you have the ministry of reconciliation and as long as you are doing that all the benefits that are attached to your appointment letter remember your appointment letter is found in the book of Luke chapter 10 and verse 1 all your benefits you begin to manifest in your life that is why your appointment like I said earlier it covers your wages John chapter 4 and verse 36 the Bible says he that repents receive it wages so you don't beg the same way you don't beg your boss at the end of the month for salary for those of you who are working you don't beg your boss for salary for those of us who are in business when you render service to your client you don't beg your clients to pay you you've done your part your client does his part by paying you the same way it is in the kingdom we don't beg for wages what we do to receive wages is to bring souls into the kingdom he said he that repents receives wages and we must understand that this is the apartment mentality is a self-motivating factor in stewardship. Appointment mentality is a self-motivating factor. When you have this mentality, sir, you will not need anybody to follow you up in your kingdom stewardship. You will not need anybody to call you and ask you, are you coming to church today? If they call you, thank God. If nobody calls you, glory to Jesus, you are on appointment. When you don't go to work, you don't expect your call workers to call you. You call them and tell them why you are not coming to work. You don't wait for them to call you. The same way it is in the kingdom. You don't wait for the pastor to call you and ask you why didn't you come to church. You call the pastor, you are on appointment. And remember, until you follow the do's and the don'ts that are contained in that appointment letter, you may never receive your reward. Because he is a rewarder, not of them that serve, but of them that diligently serve. And so just look at Peter. Jesus speaking to Peter in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 23. You must understand why you must maintain appointment mentality. Every man that has this appointment mentality can never be offended. 
Never. Just like God's servant was sharing with us last week Wednesday, that you don't get offended in a place where you have sown your seed, when you are about to get the harvest. No, sir. And so Jesus turned and looked at Peter and said, Get deep behind me, Satan. Get, Jesus told Peter, Get deep behind me, Satan. A lot of us, that is the last day Jesus will ever see us in church. Because of that statement, have you not heard? People said, Because of the way my leader spoke to me, I'm no longer going to church. Because of the way this person did, I'm no longer. It's because you don't have an appointment mentality. Although Jesus said to Peter, get thee behind me. Peter had an appointment mentality. He said, we die here. I'm not going anywhere. The words of Jesus were not powerful enough to sway Peter away from his appointment. Why? Because he knew that he's on appointment. And the more he stays to fulfill that appointment, the more his wages will come to him. And the voice came in John chapter 6 and verse 68 that all the multitudes had left Jesus and it was left with just the 12 disciples. Jesus turned to the 12 disciples and said, won't you also go away? And Peter made a remarkable statement. The same Peter that Jesus said, get me behind the center. Peter said to Jesus, to whom shall we go? Where else shall we go? See that we have an appointment with the one that has the words of eternal life. We have an appointment. Offense may come, but because I know and have a, I have an appointment, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. Somebody shout hallelujah. And when Apostle Paul came, Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 8 and verse 35, he said, Who shall separate us? Who shall separate us from the love of God? What shall separate me from my appointment? What shall separate me from that which I have received of the Lord? He says, shall tribulations, shall nakedness, shall hunger, shall sickness. He said, not even death, not even principalities and powers, nothing can separate me from this appointment. Ah, that will be our testimony. That we will become like the men in the Bible that nothing was able to take them out of their appointment. The second mentality you must have, quickly, is the mentality of partnership. We must possess a partnership mentality. Everyone on the go for Christ is in partnership with God. Everyone on the go for Christ is in partnership with God. Matthew chapter 28 from verse 19 to 20. The Bible says, Go ye therefore into the world, teaching all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And he said, Lo, I am with you all the way. All the way. Everyone on the go for Christ is in partnership with God. And the good thing about partnership is that whatsoever cannot harass your partner cannot harass you. God is your partner. If you are in partnership with God, whatever cannot harass God cannot harass you. And so everyone on the go for Christ, you must have this mentality that you are not alone. Ah, make no mistake, sir. Every time you stand in the name of the Lord, you are not alone. Jesus is standing right beside you. Every time we say, go out to win souls, this is what gives us the boldness. This is what gives us, makes us fearless. That we can look at the sick and tell the sick be healed. Why? Because we are in partnership with Jesus. The one who sends us is the one who backs us. 
The one who sends us is the, the Bible speaking in Mark chapter 16 and verse 20. He said they went forth and preached everywhere. As they were preaching, look what God was doing. The Lord was walking with them, confirming the word with signs. Why? Because they are partners. Do you know what partners do? Partners do division of labor. They do division of labor. So your own labor is to preach. Your partner's labor is to confirm. He said as they were preaching, God was confirming. As they were preaching, God was confirming. You don't care about confirming, just preach the word. Preach the word. Remember what the centurion said to Jesus. He told Jesus, speak the word only. The one who confirms the word of his servant is not sleeping. He does not slumber. As long as that word goes forth, there will be confirmation. And so you must possess the mentality of a partner. Every time you are on the go for Christ, have this at the back of your mind that you are not alone. You are not alone. The one that sent you is backing you. He's right beside you. You may not see him physically, but he's right beside. He's more real than the person you can see. Hallelujah. This is why we lay hands on the seed. This is why we proclaim blessings over the lives of people. This is why we can look at the witch doctor and tell the witch doctor, if you don't give your life to Christ in the next three days, you are a dead man. Because we know who is standing beside us. We are in partnership. For those of us who are married as a roundup round tonight, those of us who are married, or those of you, sorry, those of you who are married, hallelujah, you know that as long as a wife when your husband is with you, nobody can harass you. Are we together? Yes. I had one pastor, one very rugged pastor that time. He said, if you want to know how born again I am, come and try my wife. Just, just near her. Be, do you know why? That is how your partner is your defense. And the moment you are in partnership, it makes you more than a conqueror. Such that you don't need to fight. The Bible says, stand still. As a wife, you don't fight. Your husband tell you, relax. Let me do the fighting. I will fight for you and give you the victory, making you more than a conqueror. That's what our partner does for us. All heads bow, all eyes closed. The foundation for kingdom stewardship is surrendering to the Lordship of Christ. Remember, he said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. But it begins by accepting that appointment. Somebody tonight wants to surrender to Jesus. Wants to say, Lord, I'm willing to accept that appointment tonight. I'm willing to live for you and you alone. Raise your right hand as I pray with you tonight. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you tonight.